For true crime fans, nothing is more chilling than watching Dateline. Have you ever seen such a thing before? For podcast fans, nothing is more chilling than listening. What goes through your mind when you make a discovery like that? And when you subscribe to Dateline Premium, it gets even better. Excuse me if I sound a little skeptical. Every episode is ad-free. Ooh, wow. So this could be your ace in the hole. And not just ad-free, you also get early access to new intriguing mysteries and exclusive bonus content. So what were you afraid of? Dateline Premium. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. You ready for what's coming? Hello, I'm Andrea Canning from Dateline NBC with a preview from this week's podcast, Dateline Missing in America. Here's the story of Aubrey Dameron. Saturday, March 16th, 2019. It was cool and dry, a perfectly ordinary day in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Inside her home on a street of neat lawns and old trees, Pam Smith was waiting for her brother Christian to bring back lunch. While she waited, she checked Facebook and saw something that would turn her life upside down. It was a message about her niece, Aubrey, nicknamed Shorty. A friend of mine who's been my friend for like over 30 years, she messages me and asks me if Shorty's missing. I was like, not that I'm aware of why. So she sends me a screenshot of one of Aubrey's friends, you know, that made a post on Facebook asking if anybody had seen Shorty, you know, to have her call this number. Pam contacted the sheriff's office for Delaware County, 90 miles from Tulsa. The county is part of the Cherokee Nation where Aubrey lived. The sheriff's office confirmed that Aubrey's family had reported her missing. So I started asking questions and the dispatcher asked me how I was related to Aubrey. I said, I'm her auntie. I was like, you know, her mom and I are sisters. She said, well, you'll have to call your sister and she can give you the details. Pam's brother, Christian Fencer, arriving home, immediately sensed something was off. I go inside and the look on my sister's face, I just knew something was wrong before she could even say anything. And she said that Shorty was missing. And at that point, I was like, okay, she's probably somewhere at a friend's house. But Pam was already making her next phone call. She called her sister Jennifer, Aubrey's mother, who said she'd last seen Aubrey about a week before. Jennifer said that she woke up about 3.30 in the morning, walked down the hallway to the restroom, and she saw Aubrey walking out uh, the side door, which goes out to under the carport. And she said she was wearing a black jacket, a black top, a black skirt, black hose, like knitted hose or something, and black boots. Jennifer told Pam that Aubrey said she was going out to meet somebody. She never returned. Where had she gone? For Pam and Christian, that would only be the first question in an odyssey through a small town and an ancient culture, a place where a young woman walked tall before walking into something dark, leaving behind a trail of heartbreak and haunting clues. Listen closely because you or someone you know might be able to help find Aubrey to give a family desperately needed answers and solve a mystery that's become intensely personal to the head of the Cherokee Tribal Police, Marshal Shannon Buell. She was a beautiful woman. That's what she was. You could tell she was a beautiful Cherokee woman that was proud, that was happy, that had a future. 
This is a girl with desires and wants and needs, and it, it's my hope that she found those wants and needs and, and is living happy and whatever. But if it's not the case, somebody cut that short, and we got to find out if that happened, who that was. Thank you for listening. Search Dateline Missing in America to hear more.